I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Okay. Do I nail it? Yeah. Hello, I counted so slow. <laughs> I was I was like uh, really struggling. <laughs> it's okay. I'm actually I'm ready to go. <laughs> Me too. Hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Formish Media. Hello everyone. Hello. You know what I am glad about? Um What? All the American listeners posting about how they just got fourteen hundred dollars in fa- vaccines is really giving me an opportunity to practice jealousy awareness. Oh my god, I'm doing like um like mindfulness uh, about it. Me too. I, I'm practicing loving compassion and trying in deeply in my heart to feel happy for other people. literally i'm like okay it's fine it's good it's good (laughs) like i'm happy for you but the problem is it's like (laughs) am i you know sometimes you need to investigate that you're like am i a bad person like i'm happy for like my friends am i happy for random people no not really wish it was me gotta be honest (laughs) yeah true (laughs) It's like how I had to mute a girl because she kept posting her, like, beautiful kitchen and her house with, like, a garden. Oh, my God. I was like, I just, like, this is just making me feel jealous. Like, I just, it's just a negative emotion for me. It's not fair. It's not her fault, you know? Like, good for her. She has a good job and stuff, I guess. But it's, like, could be me one day. You know, it's like, I know that she has not given me a reason to be offended by any of her posts, but that doesn't mean that it makes me feel good inside. (laughs) (laughs) Jealousy is a disease. I know, and I need to be hospitalized. (laughs) And I'm choosing beauty and wellness. I'm choosing beauty and wellness. That's right affirmations i am the number one middle manager of chilies in all of new jersey (laughs) was that one of them no (laughs) okay (laughs) what have you ever okay have you ever like read a self-help book or like listened to an audiobook of self-help uh yeah okay does it make you feel like you're in the opening credits of a movie about some, like, depressed loser whose life is about to take a turn? <laughs> yeah, those self-help books are so depressing. They're, like, not helpful. It always reminds me of, have you ever seen Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. The opening credits when Steve Carell has, like, is going to stay with his family after he got hospitalized for trying to kill himself and he's, like, driving. Uh, or, no, it's, like... The other guy who's in the movie is, like, listening to a, like, mindfulness for success in business, like, book on tape in his minivan. Yeah. (laughs) I can't... It's very that energy. I can't, can't, like, extricate 
like listening to anything that's even like remotely motivational, even if it's like not really intentional from like the feeling of like thinking that I'm like some loser who's listening to a book on tape in a minivan. (laughs) (laughs) That's just how it feels. That's how it feels. (laughs) That's okay. How have you been? Uh, I've been all right. I've been going to a lot of job interviews. Okay. Yeah. And getting ghosted. Well, you've been physically going to job interviews? Yeah. Shit. And getting ghosted. I know, right? Do you have to sit in a place and, like, wear a mask? Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's, like, super awkward. The problem with, like, if I was gonna get a job right now during this pandemic is, like, all I really have going for me is my looks and my personality. You know, on paper, I'm not doing great. So if I, like, even manage to get to the interview, it's like, I'm not going to pass the Zoom interview because it's like, they're not going to be able to tell. And I'm not going to pass, like, an in-person interview because they're not even going to be able to see my winning smile. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, super awkward to show up and just be wearing a mask and be like, hello. Everything just the vibes are just off for everything. Yeah, it's really bad. But, like, I'm going crazy just sitting at home all day doing nothing. Yeah. Even though I have EI. Like, I'm just, like, I can't do nothing. I'm, like, by myself all day. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's reasonable to, like, want to get out of the house and do something. But I don't want a job bad enough to, like, go work at Tim Hortons, you know? I understand. It's like, well, there's no reason to if you don't, like, technically need the money right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of the uh, pod, Bradley, the other day, because I was at the the butcher shop where he works, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I was sad when press shut down, but I really had to, like, go back to work because I was losing my mind. I was like, yeah, that's fair. He's like, I just like to talk to people when they come in here. (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, totally, I get it. Yeah, I think he lives alone. Yeah. It's hard. Definitely. We were talking about how, um, like, I can't I can't do comedy until this is over, even though I sort of want to, because, like, I know it's just going to feel wrong. Yeah, it feels bad. I don't even like, like, I had to go to the eye doctor the other day because I've been having problems. Um, but, like, yeah. I don't even like going to the doctor right now. Not that I like going to the doctor the best of times. It's kind of an awkward experience, but it's, like... I'm a, I'm constantly afraid when I'm somewhere of doing the wrong thing, you know, like not understanding a specific rule that they have there. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I don't want to make anyone's life hard, you know. I feel like the only good thing that's come out of this pandemic is phone call um, doctor's appointments. Dude, totally. Like, I'm not going out of my way to go to the doctor, you know? It's kind of like a neoliberal scam, but I love, like, Maple and Felix that you can just, like, get a prescription for something by sending a text message. I know. It's like, yeah, it cost me $50, but... It's totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it would cost me $50 to go to the doctor anyways because I live in Tibet. Right? True. So... <laughs> May as well pay someone to give you whatever you want. Literally. Like, it... It's not, like, awesome, but it's, like, yeah, I'll I'll pay $50 to not get, have this UTI turn into, like, a kidney infection. It's worth it to me. 
that maple service that's like for everyone that doesn't know it's like you pay money to like talk to a virtual doctor yeah um it's like basically the real life equivalent of the john mulaney joke where he's like sometimes they get nervous on airplanes and they just give him out of van yes <laughs> i don't know if you can i assume you can't use it to get narcotics but i maybe you can they prescribe my antidepressants okay so like not quite the same but still pretty bad <sighs> I'm going to use it to get painkillers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use it to get opioids. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be an opiate. I will settle for 500 milligrams of naproxen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you sick mentally? <laughs> I just... I'm not sick. I just enjoy the feeling of not being able to feel that I physically exist in a body. <laughs> this is not an endorsement uh, of off-label prescription. <laughs> no. I just, like, the thing is, it's, like, especially, like, in the ways which I've abused, like, using maple, it's, like, okay, retinol costs, like, $6 a bottle. A bottle lasts, like, six months. One appointment to get three bottles costs $50. So it's like, okay, I've spent, like, $66 on, like, 18 months of skincare. That's pretty good. That's good. Like, if I was buying, like, one expensive moisturizer, it would probably cost $66 and last, like, two months. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I I don't feel bad about that thanks to best friend of the pod Gloria for telling me I could just lie to a dermatologist on maple about having acne (laughs) (laughs) did they make you send a picture no (laughs) but I okay but I was prepared to like find a fake one on like reddit.com slash skinheritation or something (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) (laughs) like I'll just find one that like doesn't have the person's whole face in it (laughs) they don't know what you look like no, exactly. So, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, should we talk about stuff? Yeah. Okay, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Netflix. Okay. I'm ready. So, Netflix has started giving, like, this message to users when they log in, being like, is this your account? If not, sign up for a free trial. And it seems like they're going to start cutting back on people password sharing. So they're they're gonna like don't they already have a limit of like four people per account or whatever? Yeah. But you think they're not but gonna they, let four people use one account anymore? They want you to have a separate account if you don't live in the same household as the account owner. What the fuck? Yeah. So everyone's gonna get kicked off their parents' Netflix? Yeah, basically. Okay, that that ten dollars a month is the only way that my parents provide for me, so yeah literally (laughs) literally don't take that away from me (laughs) i think it's so stupid they're mad because there's other streaming services and people like aren't paying for netflix as much basically because everybody's sharing accounts but it's like grow up oh boohoo we have four billion dollars instead of five billion dollars yeah exactly like it's not the password sharing that's that's the problem like people obviously are just realizing that they can have like crave or like amazon prime or whatever it's just the netflix used to have the monopoly yeah they just don't have the monopoly anymore and their selections aren't that good because all they do is netflix originals yeah exactly 
damn. They need. They should just do like fucking family plan, like Spotify does or whatever, where it's like when they get new people signing up, you can just have like a single account or you can have an account for like four people. So you, like that'd be smart. I've got it all locked down. You know, I'm like on my parents' Netflix. I'm on my boyfriend's Spotify. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not paying for anything. <laughs> I'm on my parents Netflix and Crave and they're on my Amazon Prime. Who has the better deal? Uh you, I think. Okay. Cuz I think so. Like Amazon Prime is just kind of worth it to get shit quickly anyways. Like that's how I feel. Yeah, plus I don't know if you like when you originally got that you had like a student membership or whatever, but Yeah. Mhm. But yeah, the fa- the fact that Amazon Prime is also a streaming service is just actually kind of random. I guess it makes it more worth it though. Yeah, they have like not that much good stuff. They have like weeds. Okay, they have the X Files. Yeah, true. They have some episodes, seasons of Law and Order. We just watched two seasons of The Boys, which was really good. Okay. Uh, it's about superheroes, which is weird because I've never really liked any superhero stuff besides the Chris Nolan Batman movies. Um, oh, and the original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, those are good. <laughs> but um, it is actually really funny and like dark. It's d- didn't have like a soy boy like for children Marvel style vibe at all. Okay, maybe I should watch it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. The only thing that I will say is there's a lot of disgusting sex in it. So if you are prude like me, maybe it won't be for you, but... Watch it. You could also just cover your eyes. I don't know. We talked about this recently, but, like, I don't know if it's, like, problematic. People... (laughs) If it's, like, because I'm sex-native or something, but, like, when there's sex in movies or on TV or, like, even in a book or something, I'm like, why is this in here? (laughs) yeah because you like gave me that book for my birthday and then you read it and the first story was like so gross there's so much that's in all of the stories so far like yeah there is like and it's always like it's like weird the such is never normal you know there's like one story near the end of the book where she doesn't talk about sex at all she just talks about being hit Here's the problem I have with, like, a deeply personal, like, prose, you know? I just feel like I'm, like, reading somebody's diary. Yeah. Like, I just have to assume it's, like, mem- you know when you're reading someone's fictional story, but it's obviously based off their life, and you're just like, ugh. I'm just, like, I'm too buttoned up for that. I, it's, like, this what, the same reason why I can't usually read poetry, like... I just feel like I'm, like, going through somebody's things and I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, that's real. It feels like you're reading personal, like, information. I'm, like, the opposite of a voyeur. <laughs> you don't want to know anything. I'm, like, put on more clothes. <laughs> Do not let me see this. Um, should we talk about the shooting? Let's go. (laughs) 
We are recording again. Should we talk about the shooting? Yeah, let's talk about the shooting. Okay, so yesterday, eight women were shot by a crazed gunman at a massage parlor in Atlanta, Georgia. It's so sad. Really, really sad. Um, Sets of the victims were Asian women. Um, The other two were other women that also worked at the massage parlor. Um, They haven't released a lot of details or anything yet. I didn't bother to learn the name of the perpetrator, but uh, they haven't released the identities of the the victims either. Um, And there obviously is a lot of discourse about it. Yeah, it's been dominating the news, obviously. Yeah, I think one thing that we we got for sure, like, from uh, what people have heard of the shooter, as well as, like, they've talked to his neighbors and his parents and stuff, is that he was a member of a really intense sect of evangelical Christianity. Oh. And he was... Um, like, I don't know if he was experiencing treatment or, like, seeking counsel for sex addiction by the definition of the evangelical church. Okay. Yeah, so one of the running theories is, like, he had a lot of self-hatred for the fact that he was a patron at establishments like the one where he committed the shooting, which obviously were um, staffed by people who were doing sets work in the massage parlor. Mm. Yeah. You always, yeah, I don't know. It's hard because you want to know what the motive is, but it's also like, obviously there's a lot of like racism as well. So it's like, I think that in this case, like something that, needs to be talked about is like it's racist that more women of color and migrant women work in sets work as is than white women and like obviously a lot of that is due to like low socioeconomic status as well as like people can be forced into these jobs like due to their immigration status yeah obviously and because of like predatory immigration practices that force people to like work the jobs that they can under the table um which i think like it definitely feeds into this whole thing it is also like violence against sex workers which is obviously really common and i don't think that the media is talking about enough like i don't think you can separate the fact that this is a racist and a misogynist crime out of the fact that these women were also sex workers and that's not something that we should be like ashamed to say it's actually going to help sex workers if we talk about the fact that all the women were sex workers as well yeah it's all interconnected and like you can't really separate any of those like factors no it's like okay we know this man hated sex workers we know he hated women uh obviously the women that he specifically victimized were Asian. Why, you know, why does it need to be about any one of those things when it's, like, we need to talk about, like, sets work decrim, as well as trying to eliminate some of the factors that tend to force larger numbers of migrant women into these jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
anyways, deeply side stuff. Um. <laughs> I was um, at a restaurant yesterday and mm-hmm. they were playing music videos on the TV and I felt super awkward because they played Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah. Followed immediately by a Gwen Stefani song with a bunch of Asian people in it. And you know how she's like kind of like fetishized Asian women? Yeah, she's definitely done a lot of bad Asian stuff. Yeah, I was like, these two, these, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> is anybody screening this? Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's play a song about a shooting and then follow up with some like pretty like <laughs> bad like fetishization of asian women great <laughs> can we get gwen stefani's take on orientalism <laughs> yeah literally i was like okay hollaback girl like fuck i think it's so i think it's so distressing that um people like refuse to talk about like the way that racism and uh, misogyny can like intersect especially when like how can we separate like fetishizing certain races away from like just normal everyday racism yeah yeah that's true I mean I think like every like minority gets fetishized right like definitely so it's a pretty important thing to talk about. Yeah, I do think white or white women. No, I do think Asian women have it especially bad. Oh yeah. Um, historically, there's a lot of really disgusting uh, tropes, especially that have to do with massage parlors, and it's like we can't we can't separate the the popularity of those establishments out from like the fetishization of uh of asian american women but also um like i said before because of like the unfortunate policies surrounding undocu- undocumented immigration and um how people can be taken advantage of when they're trying to immigrate yeah it's i don't know it just sucks do you know if the guy was like apprehended like alive because i tried not to read too much about what was happening with him specifically but no i i think that he was i'm pretty sure that he was apprehended alive but i'm not entirely sure i also only um read enough of the articles to get the gist of the story I, i didn't bother learning anything about him really or his name i just saw um a piece where people were talking about his uh, his particular struggles with sex addiction and his religious background or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Hope he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why bother saying anything else, right? <laughs> Sorry, die, but... die, die soon if you're not already. <laughs> yeah, if you're alive, hope you die. Sorry. <laughs> I just, like... <sighs> I don't understand the, like, it's like that that Onion article that people share every time there's a mass shooting where it's like, 
uh, country with lots gun laws is the only place where mass shooting happens. Could they be connected or whatever? It's yeah. Like... <laughs> well, the worst thing is like they're probably not even really going to talk about gun laws this time because it involves sex workers. Like, I just feel like they're not going to have the same discourse about like banning guns. Like, no. If he killed all eight of these women separately, I bet we wouldn't even find out about it. Probably not. It's <laughs> just because he caused a police situation by shooting them all in one establishment. Yeah, exactly. You know? They not would... that that, like, at least we know about it this way, you know? Not that it, it's better, but it's like, it, people commit crimes against sex workers for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons is because, like, they're not as investigated as much. Yeah, people don't care. Yeah. Exactly. And I fuck anyone who's been doing respectability politics during this whole thing, trying to obscure the fact that these women were sex workers or, you know, bringing it into question what kind of massage parlor it was. Yeah. Like, it's pretty important to talk about it because that's literally the main reason why this happened, you know, like. It's, it's a workplace not... safety issue. Exactly. Yeah. It's this is like one of literally one of the hazards of that job, unfortunately. Yeah, of course. Like, safety is, is the, the number one problem with doing sets work, and also one of the number one problems with people who, unfortunately, if I have undocumented statuses, um, being forced into work. Like, you know, it, it's not safe for women who have these jobs, and it, it's also, like, there's no recourse for even undocumented men who get hurt on construction sites and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, you didn't really get injured in, in any job, and there there's no, there's no protections. There's nothing you people. can do about it. No. <laughs> Anyways. Fuck that guy. Hope he dies. Let's talk about something else. Okay. Should we talk about the internet? The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Do you have a beef? Uh, yeah, I do have a beef, actually. All well, right. it's kind of like a dumb bitch <laughs> beef combo. Okay, I'm ready. So I had a tweet that went viral, which is, like, annoying. You did? I did. What is it about? It's about Prince Philip microdosing death. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did see that one. Okay, it was funny. Good job. Continue. Thank you. Um, so now everybody's, like, accusing me of hating old people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like, oh, why do you hate old people so much? Like, you just want them to die. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> which is like, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and one guy, think... <laughs> sorry, one guy it. specifically was like, go, why don't you go check on your grandma instead of wishing death on old people? And I was like, she's dead. <laughs> Way ahead of you. Don't even yeah. worry about it. Dude, I, I don't understand how making a joke about Prince Philip can be generalized to all old people. I'm not even wishing death on him. I just am saying he's, like, basically dead already. Yeah, I know. Like, they they should worry less about you making a joke about a royal guy and start worrying more about why they keep reviving this guy who's obviously begging for death. He's literally had, like, five heart transplants. <laughs> Like, just let him go, man. It's unethical. 
It's just like, it's so annoying when you have a tweet that goes off and like everybody is in the replies making the exact same joke. Like, do you guys not read? Everyone's in the reply making the exact same joke or they're getting mad because what you tweeted is not representative of their own personal experience. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like, everybody's like, oh, isn't that just sleeping? Or they're all like, yeah, or they're all like, I'll have what he's having. And I'm like, oh, my God, read the comments. (laughs) (laughs) That's like when people were like, uh, when I tweeted that people who really perform their sadness about one of their grandparents <laughs> dying haven't had enough bad stuff happen to them in the rest of their life. It's true. And then um, Evram was like, uh, I don't know how you're going to feel when your grandparents see this. It's like, my grandmothers are dead. What the fuck? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Literally, it's fine. <laughs> also, also, like, it's true. Also, it's true. Like, if you weren't raised... I understand some people live in, like, multi-generational homes or they're raised by their grandparents or whatever, and that's different. Like, that's your... That's, like, your parent dying if you, like, were raised in whatever, like, a nuclear family. Yeah, of um, course. But, like... And I included that caveat in the tweet. Like, you know what I mean? People are going too far out of their way. I was like, okay, so everyone who's responding to this tweet is just proving my point. It's like when I, I tweeted, like, if you're vegan and gluten-free, just skip the middle and admit that you have an eating disorder. Yeah. And people, people were quote-tweeting me being like, yes, I am vegan and gluten-free, and I do have an eating disorder. I was like, yes, Okay, cool. That's what I said. <laughs> that's sick. You are proving my point. <laughs> Like, okay. Like, I don't care, right? It's not my business if anyone has an eating disorder or, like, loves their grandparents. I just think, like, I don't want to be the one who tweets something that makes you figure out something about yourself. Okay, true. (laughs) And I don't need to hear about it. No. (laughs) Just laugh and move on. Or be angry and move on. I don't care. (laughs) I mm, I have a small beef. Okay. Okay. Um, I just am. I have figured out that there is software now that can Photoshop videos in real time. I don't know if this has existed for a long time, but I'm like. What the fuck? We're never gonna know what anyone looks like on the internet ever again. Yeah, I heard about that recently because someone was, like, editing their TikToks to make them look skinnier. Yeah, it can, like, it can totally reshape your body in a video. That's fucked. It's, one thing I am sort of excited for is, like, the bloopers. Like, the videos where the girl, like, has a filter on her face and then turns her head and she's busted. (laughs) I want to see that. I want to see those for people, like, editing their body. But I am, like, really concerned because I know a lot of people, like, including myself, it's like, okay, we're not really fooled by, like, pictures anymore or, or, like, poses. But one thing that's good is, like, normally if you follow a fitness influencer or something, you can see a video of them working out. Yeah, so you know what they actually look like. On their feed. So you can be like, oh, that's what that person would look like in real life or whatever. Sort of, right? It's sort of as much as you can tell from a staged video. And it's like, oh, okay. 
that person doesn't actually have a like 23 inch waist and 40 inch hips <laughs> that would be insane and you can only really like get that in like character design from a video game or whatever right yeah but it's like or I guess plastic surgery <laughs> but um it's like that that isn't just isn't gonna exist and it it's kind of tragic because I think that like even picture edited pictures alone and post pictures alone are already like so damaging to the psyche of like uh young girls and gays like we don't need to give them like video content of that as well no we don't like (laughs) yeah this is really bad and it's pretty bad for like um like deep fakes and stuff too yeah it's like it has scary implications for that yeah i didn't even think about that from like a, a privacy perspective or whatever like the like we're all having fun with the like um making osama bin laden and like jordan peterson and whatever sing like the tomato town song yeah that was fun okay it was fun to do that in the little face op or whatever but it's like what if somebody gets fired from their job because somebody makes a fat face op of them saying the n-word exactly literally (laughs) this can obviously be used for evil it's not all making osama bin laden sing the fucking fortnite song (laughs) it's mostly not that (laughs) it's mostly not that yeah (laughs) i will i will never i will never apologize for enjoying my content (laughs) i hope that song gets so popular that they have to play it on the radio I hope that the little boy who made it got money. True. If that was, if I had a son who was like 10, I would be like, go ahead, honey, make your Fortnite song. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't think that there's anything bad to come of a, a little boy making a song about a video game he likes to play. No. <laughs> it's pretty pure and cute, actually. <laughs> it's so good. I know. Dude, I drove past a school playground today and people were actually jumping rope and like throwing around a football. Thank God. I know. I didn't know children still did those things. Thank God. (laughs) Actually, a little girl was like standing on a pole, jumping rope on one foot. I was like, I'm about to see somebody need to get stitches. Oh, God. They might drop out of me for saying that she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well. Uh, so was that your dumb bitch? That was, like, my beef is just, like, people being annoying in the comments, like, pedantic. Yeah. Um, I feel like everybody online, like, goes out of their way to interpret things in, like, the least charitable ways possible. Oh, yeah. They just want to be mad. I don't understand that. Like, is the point of being on the internet not to, like, entertain yourself and have a good time? Yeah, isn't it to have fun? If I start getting seriously angry online, I just send my tweet and then log off, (laughs) you know? Like, you can't invest actual resources into, like, being angry and arguing with strangers. No, I mean, some people just have no outlet for that in their real life, I guess. Like, they have no, like, social interaction. 
Right. That's that's why you, you need to verbally abuse your, your partner or your roommate or whoever you have access to so you can be a sweet angel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Random people on the street, whatever. <laughs> uh yeah it's been one day since my last road rage incident oh my god road rage counter comes back i was doing pretty well it's probably like nine days and then yesterday things got out of hand somebody okay somebody put on their four ways okay okay changed three lanes what with their four ways on the whole time (laughs) <laughs> that's insane and, and then illegally turned right on a red <laughs> stop I was like is there a 10 year old driving this car like, there's no explanation for this behavior who's driving like, this car a dog yeah <laughs> like oh, a horse watching a dog yeah you know like it it was like I was like, this person's fucking tire better be falling off. Either there's no reason for this excuse, but then they just took their four ways off, hit 60, and kept going. What? <laughs> Do they think that the four ways means they're going across four lanes? The four ways mean I'm just doing whatever I want in my car right now. Like, four ways either mean I need to get over because I'm about to cause an accident, something's wrong with my car. Or, in this person's case, they just meant, I'm not going to follow any of the rules of the road for the next 15 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Were they, like, missing their exit or something? Because that's their problem. I don't know how they could have missed their exit by four fucking lanes, dude. Like, and it, it wasn't even, it was like eight in the morning like you know and there's no obviously there's no rush hour traffic right now because no one's going to fucking work but it was like you know the intersection by my house where if you're in the furthest most lane you get on the highway yeah and if you're on the right in the furthest right lane you like turn towards like the like lane's place yeah um they yeah that's where they went they went from the left what all the way to the (laughs) (laughs) they're like i'm getting on the highway and then they were like, mm, stupid, never mind, I'm not going to work, or what a fucking whatever. <laughs> they were like, fuck work, I'm getting McDonald's. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Anyways, um, they got haunted out by me. <laughs> Good. Some names were called, but they were doing their own thing, so I don't know if it really counts. They did obviously didn't notice my anger and the anger of everyone behind me. <laughs> they didn't care. They, they were vibing. To on. That's okay. <laughs> Maybe they were just like really enjoying the song they were listening to. Yeah, they were like listening to WAP. <laughs> Do not drive and listen to WAP. Mm mm. <laughs> Anyways, fuck. I do have a dumb bitch. Okay, I do too. Oh, sweet. Okay, you go first. Mine is a specific comment from my tweet that went viral. Okay, and I'm this ready. girl said, "Cute, but one day you'll be that age, and a snide kid will think that about you too." No, you won't be. First of all, I'm never going to be 98 years old. You won't make it to the fifth heart transplant. Yeah, like I literally that I literally will not have that happen to me ever. You're not a monarch. People like I love you so much, but there is no reason why anyone will try five hearts to keep you alive. Yeah, that's we insane. Will, 
we will all let you die with your dignity intact after your first heart transplant if it doesn't take. Exactly. Also, like, <laughs> nobody in my family uh, has made it to 98. Oh, dude. My, my, so my grandma's dead, obviously, but my great grandma just died. Jesus. I know. Isn't that psycho? That's crazy. She, she was, she was, uh, she was 98, actually. Well, there you go. My mom said she's too cunty to die. That's true sometimes. <laughs> she's, she's like a 90-year-old woman who's been ruining everybody's life because she has like still has an active eating disorder and weighs like 80 pounds. Oh my god. <laughs> Just a legacy, you know? <laughs> who's your She's dumb awesome. bitch? Uh, so I got a DM. Oh, okay. From a man. And he said, um, one second, I took a screenshot of him. I love when I get a DM from a man. That's how you It feels really it. good. Feels good. He said, how old are you? Um, I said 37. And he said, damn, I would have guessed 29. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then he said, I'm 20. P.S. I follow back. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> uh, so I blocked him. <laughs> oh my god. P.S. I follow back. P.S. I follow back. Okay, I don't. I'm, tw- I'm 20. P.S. I follow back. <laughs> How old are you? 37. Nice. I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> like, this man is too horny. Take away his internet. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> that's insane i told you i'm crossing over into the territory where i've like aged out of like 45 year old perverts yeah i'm too old for them now too old for guys that are perverts but i am starting to be old enough that like 19 and 20 year old guys are like ooh, mommy which do you think is worse um Probably older perverts because there's, like, more likelihood that I would have ever indulged that, you know? Mm. Like, right? Like, there's no real risk from, like, because, like, guys who are, like, into older women or, like, want to be dominated or whatever, it's not that they're not, like, creepy, but they're, like, not really a threat. I guess, yeah, they're pretty, like, benign. They're gross, but they're benign. They're funnier. Because they're more harmless. True. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Plus, like, if you if you think about, like, first of all, it's, like, it's all legal in both circumstances, but one is creepier than the other. Um, it's, like, more excusable for younger people to behave badly. Yeah, they haven't learned and better. They haven't necessarily learned better. Plus, when you think about a 45-year-old guy that's, like, hitting on 20-year-old women... You're like, ew, he's doing this to so many girls, probably, like, has done it to other girls, is doing it to other girls, will do it to other girls. Thinking about a 20-year-old who's just messaging a bunch of 37-year-olds is pretty funny. Yeah, like, nothing's gonna happen. (laughs) He's probably mostly not even gonna get responses. Exactly. (laughs) He's not taking advantage of anyone. He's just being an idiot. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I, I agree with you. Right? It's like, <laughs> it's like if I had like, 
so my roommate has like a stalker at work right now and it's like a 37 year old woman which is like so disturbing okay interesting but like if i had a stalker that was like a 19 year old girl i'd be like hey get a life but having like a 40 year old female stalker is like so upsetting it's crazier right yeah it's like unhinged yeah like lots of 19 year olds are just like a little bit crazy like that it doesn't mean it's like never dangerous but it's like they'll get bored in a month probably yeah or they just like don't don't know how to be appropriate yeah exactly i think you can you can be a little bit more forgiving plus like you know that like people who are like chasing you to be horny about like submitting to you if you're like yo leave me the fuck alone they're like oh okay sorry yeah exactly (laughs) you say that to like a 45 year old man who likes 20 year olds you're gonna like hear a mouthful about how you're secretly ugly or something yeah or they'll just like get horny for it too and like tell you about it that's disgusting yeah i i can't let that enter into my brain oh sorry (laughs) no it's okay it's okay it's so funny when you're actually like telling someone to leave you alone it just makes them hornier it's the worst (laughs) okay do you have a tweet i do okay my tweet is from ethically welsh at let's assume one of my favorite accounts me too friend of the pod friend of the pod yeah bitches are anti-racist till the professor has an accent Ooh, that one is real. Yeah. I I had a prof in first year who had a Russian accent and also a speech impediment. Mm Mm-hmm. Good thing he was white. (laughs) People, women in STEM love to say the most fucking insane shit about, like, Indian professors. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, big time. I've heard so many girls say, like, insane shit, and it's like... Obviously, this person is teaching you because they're qualified. Can you just, like, leave your, like, biases at the door? Yeah, true. Like, can you actually try to learn something? Yeah, like, an accent or, like, a speech impediment isn't gonna harm you. (laughs) No. One of the replies under her tweet was, like, how do I politely tell someone that I can't understand them? And she was, like, just understand them. Um, it's not really their problem. You need to do the work. (laughs) Literally, though. Like, like, they can't do anything about it. When it's in the context of school, it's like, can't you use the context clues from, like, the slides and the textbook to help you along if you genuinely are having a hard time? Yeah, like, can you figure it out? Can't you, like, ask the TA? Like, (laughs) you know, like, I, I just feel like there are a lot of steps that you can take to help you help yourself before you jump to telling a person with an accent who might already feel bad about it that you don't understand them. There's, yeah, there's just, like, steps in between that people skip. And they're like, I'm going to drop the class. Yeah, or, like, you I, I feel like you could even ask for clarification or ask a professor to say something in a different way without making it about their accent. I've definitely done that in courses where I just didn't understand what the person was saying not because they had an accent but because they weren't saying things in a way that I personally understood sure right like you can you can work around this before you jump straight to being like vaguely racist absolutely (laughs) god dude I will never forget 
when I went to Tim Hortons and the person who was in front of me in line had a speech impediment. And when they ordered, the manager of the Tim Hortons made fun of their <gasps> speech patterns. <laughs> That's terrible. He mocked the guy to his fucking face. That's awful. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so horrible. I know. What did you do? I cussed him out. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I was like, you're fucking blah. Like, and then it's like, what am I gonna, you know, like, I don't want to fucking get someone. It's like, does that person deserve to get fired from their job? It's like, well, they suck. I'm not gonna be the person who gets them fired, but I also don't. Were you like to stand by while somebody makes fun of someone who has a disability? Like, so I just settled for tearing the the guy a new one and then leaving. I was gonna ask, did you order a double double after? No, I had to leave. (laughs) You were like, you're a fucking asshole. Anyways, can I have the breakfast burrito? No, I went to the second cup that was down the street. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> God, that was like the worst day ever. That was when I lived in Halifax. I was so hungover. I was like, is this, I was like, is this really happening right now? Do I really have to do something? I'm dissociating in the fucking Tim Hortons because I just saw the fucking worker make fun of a disabled guy to his face. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) Anyways, um, I have a tweet. Okay. Dude, anytime I remember anything from when I lived in Halifax, I'm like... (laughs) You're like, what's going on? It feels like a different person's lived experience. Like, I feel like I'm I'm like a parasite that's entered into somebody else's brains and is watching their memories, you know? Okay, yeah, that's how I feel about when I lived in Alberta. I'm like, that was not me. <laughs> that's why uh, using a shit ton of substances <laughs> literally years will do to an MF. Uh, okay, my tweet is also about the royal family. Oh, good. Um, so this is from at Sam Darwood. And they said, if Princess Diana was alive today, I think she would have been a guest on Drag Race. Okay, true. (laughs) There's been so many tweets lately that have been like, if Diana was alive today, and it's all like she would have loved Nicki Minaj. (laughs) It's it's one of those things where it's like, if you have any particular feelings about a celebrity, it's kind of good that they died before they could have embarrassed themselves. Like, imagine Kurt Cobain was trying... I don't care about Nirvana. We've talked about this on the podcast before. But imagine Kurt Cobain <laughs> was trying to be relevant by making TikToks. Stop. The the entire... <laughs> like, the entire discography of Nirvana would have been null. That's what so would, awful. What would 45-year-old guys have yelled about us on the internet, you know? Yeah, or, like, let's say, like, (laughs) David Bowie was, like, alive in a cognizant way long enough for him to be a guest on Drag Race. Right? And then they would have all had to do, like, Ziggy Stardust-inspire runway. Like, no thanks. (laughs) They would have had, like, a if Diana was a a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, they would have had, like, a a Tea Party-inspired challenge. Oh, God. (laughs) 
where they had to like sew their little outfit and then do like finishing school behavior (laughs) honestly like i hate when they have guests on drag race that's a hot take but i just like don't care like i don't want guest judges who has even been a guest judge besides what's his face ross raven simone raven simone true has Megan McCain been a guest judge on Drag Race? I was just about to say, I don't think she's been a guest judge yet. She probably wouldn't do it, but she should do it because... She, does she know that all of her fans are gays? I don't think she does, which is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand... Megan McCain doesn't understand that the only people keeping her alive are, like, 45-year-old conservative women and, uh, like, twinks. Yeah! <laughs> They're like Stan Megan McCain. <laughs> she she doesn't know who at least fifty percent of her viewership is. <laughs> Maybe her husband will tell her. Dude, people keep getting mad at me, getting mad at me for saying this, but I think Megan McCain has been looking better recently. She has been. Somebody has been doing her hair and makeup properly. Well, they've been stopped pulling her hair back into a severe bun. Yes. See, like, people who were like, stop saying Major McCain is hot. I'm like, I'm just saying she had a glow up, okay? I'm not sure sure she made it all the way there, but she's been getting a lot of help and she looks good. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she just doesn't look like shit. <laughs> Which is good, you know? Like, she got, like, a Mia Thermopolis princess of genovia style blow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> why don't they make movies with makeover montages anymore is it unethical i feel like it's like ugly shaming okay is that wrong in 2020 i guess it is yeah i guess we're not <laughs> supposed to do that anymore i guess you're not supposed to watch princess diaries and be like shit i looked like the before <laughs> <laughs> i mean whatever yeah. <laughs> the entertainment value was unparalleled, though. Ethics aside. <laughs> it's like, uh, why don't they do, like, movies anymore where, like, a hot girl is friends with an ugly girl? That's so true. That was doing a lot to bridge the communities. Um, how old is Major McCain? I don't know. She has to be almost 40, right? Mm, she's 36 okay would anyone guess that major mccain is only three years older than grimes she is yes grimes is 30 (laughs) grimes is 33 what (laughs) first of all i didn't know grimes was 33 i know she just turned 33 pisces season baby what's up that's insane classic pisces gemini gemini relationship it was doomed from the start that's my ideal blunt circle (laughs) grimes and megan mckay yeah (laughs) isn't that sort of basically what already happened when elon musk smoked weed with joe rogan though boys edition oh yeah true (laughs) anyways I know I bring it up every time we talk about Meghan McCain, but I just still can't believe that she married a guy who used to call her ugly on Twitter. That's, like, so, like... Negan works. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'll never be over it. (laughs) 
should I marry one of the guys on Twitter who told me I was way hotter before I got thousands of dollars of plastic surgery, which I definitely got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like apparently we're missing out. When guys are like, you have so much plastic surgery. I'm like, what? Botox and two-year-old lip fillers? Sorry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a different person. Oops. <laughs> I'm unrecognizable. <laughs> oh my god. Like guys spamming pictures of me from 2017 in the private Trump Town subreddit. You won. You won, haters. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that subreddit. I know. I don't care. <laughs> Anyways, should we log off for today? I think so. Okay, thank you guys. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. One, two, three. Stop. Stop.